This is the eHealth Radio Network, your source for health advice on demand. And now your host, Eric Michaels. This is Eric Michaels, and once again, you have tuned into the eHealth Radio Network and the Personal Development Channel. We are also streaming on demand 24-7 on TuneIn Radio and the TuneIn Radio app for your listening convenience. In a continuing series of sessions, we are once again joined by Dr. Nikki Martinez. Dr. Martinez received her master's and her doctorate from Illinois School of Professional Psychology and completed her pre-doctoral and post-doctoral fellowship at Gateway Foundation in Lake Villa, Illinois. She is the head of clinical development for DrNikkiMartinez.com where she can be reached if you are interested in individual or couple to work with her. She is an adjunct professor for two graduate programs, a blogger for the Huffington Post, Everyday Power Blog, Older Dating, Success Stories, and a contributor as well to the Chicago Tribune. She just published her eighth book through Amazon.com. On this episode of eHealth Radio, Dr. Martinez will be discussing the power of negative self-talk and how to change it. Dr. Martinez, always great to have you with us on eHealth Radio. Great to be back. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. So let's touch on what is self-talk to get things started today. Well, self-talk is something that all of us have. Some people may think of it as, I don't talk to myself. I don't hear, it's not hearing voices or anything like that. We all have self-talk constantly. We all, it's the constant way that we're, we talk about what's going on in the world around us. And this can be positive or negative. And it tells us if we will or won't succeed at something. It's also rooted in, our, in social anxiety and on low self-esteem as well. A lot of people with negative self-talk when it comes to an issue such as low self-esteem are telling themselves messages like, no one's going to like me, I have nothing to contribute, what I'm saying is stupid, and things like that. So self-talk can be very harmful or very helpful. People can do very positive self-talk about, I will succeed at this, I can reach any goal I want. Those are two very diverse things. And really, whatever you say to yourself and whatever you believe is what's going to happen. Where and why do we learn negative self-talk and messages? I think we learn it in a lot of places. We learn it from our parents. We learn it in school. Um, teachers, coaches. It really um, literally only takes one time for, say, a parent to tell a child that you're getting fat. For that child, they have body image issues their entire life. And I come across that actually quite frequently. Um, they are their role models. You know, a lot of these people in all these roles are people's role models. And so one dean negative comment sticks with them and becomes a belief about who they are and how they are. Um, on one hand, anxiety can cause it, and on the other hand, um, faith can cause it. Um, before speaking, before thinking, you should say things to yourself that, before thinking, think about what you're saying to yourself. Thinking about whether it's negative, positive, realistic, how it serves you and why. Now, why do you think negative self-talk is so much harder to break than it is to learn positive self-talk? That's certainly interesting, isn't it? Well, I think that it's definitely harder to break it because it's been ingrained in us. And we believe negative easier than we believe positive. We attribute, interestingly, 
studies show that we attribute our successes to external forces, like it happened to me because of something outside of myself, but we we attribute failure to ourselves internally. So that's part of why it's so hard to break. Um, easily, we, you know, these thoughts are taken in and believed because it's, it's, for whatever reason, it's easier to believe something negative about ourselves than it is positive. We often will question people's motives for saying something nice to ourselves instead of taking things as is. And that it's a lot easier to believe the negative than the positive in those terms. When someone places a compliment or think about how often we're like, oh, they're just saying that because blah, blah, blah. Or, but when it comes to negative, we're like, we're, we automatically believe it. Certainly good to focus on this topic today. Once again, we are speaking with Dr. Nikki Martinez, psychologist and licensed clinical professional counselor and head of clinical development for DrNikkiMartinez.com here on eHealth Radio's personal development channel, a part of the eHealth Radio network. Dr. Martinez, what are a few examples of ways in which one can replace a negative thought with a positive or more realistic one? Well, first of all, start small. Small. I always tell people to, to take things in small, small gradual steps. Um, there's positive mantras that I love. Um, yoga, guided imagery. Um, so ex- examples of positive mantras are things like, I can succeed at anything if I try. I can change anything from my thoughts. Um, you know, it's sort of people I think associate the idea with Stuart Smiley. Like, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough. And gosh darn it, people like me, but there is something very powerful to rephrasing, you know, to um, to take something. And that's what, that's what you're practicing is restating whether something is in the positive, negative, whether it's realistic or unrealistic. And it's so it's a practice of catching yourself with that negative thought and switching the way in which you say that instead of saying, you know, a lot of people have what I call negative anticipation, where they play out scenarios in their mind about everything that's going to go wrong and how it's going to go wrong, whether it's based in reality on history or whether it's not true at all. They have to ask themselves, where is this coming from? Why do I fear this? And how can I either stop feeling this well or what can I do to stop feeling this way? And lastly, what are some ways in which one can start and end their day with positive messages to set the tone? Well, some of the ways I I already talked about, things like you can do in the morning, such as, you know, mantras, yoga, guided imagery, those are a good morning or night. But the reason that there's such an importance in the morning is because you set the mood for your day. If you do positive mantras, you are telling yourself, I can succeed today. Whatever comes my way, I can handle it. And the more you say, your, say things like that to yourself, the more you believe them. Um, your thought, you can say things to yourself like, my thoughts don't control me. Um, I control my thoughts. Because you do. Um, to be positive is to be productive. So you achieve and you get through, through with small steps, with reasonable goals, and you end your day in the same way. And while the morning is far more important, the evening is important as well because it ends the day on a good note. 
and it stops people, especially people with things like anxiety, where they lay in bed and they run things over and over and over in their head and they think this could have gone better, that could have gone better. Really, it's changing instead of beating yourself up and, and sort of teasing apart everything that can or could go wrong, anything that did go wrong, it's saying to yourself, um, what could go right? What did you do right? It's focusing on the positives of it. Like, you know what? I did a really good job with X. Um, yeah. Be, be, I'm going to look at it as a lesson to learn something. Um, but you don't have to like have it ready, like ready to go. You tell yourself that you are able to do it, that you can achieve and overcome anything. And so then you set a good tone for sleep, a good tone to wake up the next morning, and you don't sit there and aimlessly think of everything, every possible case scenario of every way that it can go wrong. Well, certainly do appreciate your covering this topic, Dr. Martinez. Where can listeners get more information about you and how can they be in touch accordingly? They can definitely reach me at uh, com, and the doctor's DR. Um, there is a section there where they can send me messages. They can private message me on Twitter at drnickymartinez.com. Same thing, DR. Um, and then Nikki is an N-I-K-K-I. And then they can find me through social media. Um, I'm pretty visible, writing for the Huffington Post and things like that. My articles and contact information is out there through many, many sources. And I would love to hear from people. I would love to work with anybody who's interested in working on some of these things. Certainly a lot to work on, and you're the person to give them that push. Thanks so much again for being with us here today on eHealth Radio, and look forward to our next conversation. Thank you. We have been speaking with Dr. Nikki Martinez, psychologist and licensed clinical professional counselor and head of clinical development for drnickymartinez.com. And to learn more and for contact, once again, it's drnickymartinez.com. And this has been Eric Michaels, and you've been listening to eHealth Radio and the personal development channel, a part of the eHealth Radio Network. And we do thank you for listening. And until next time, enjoy. Thanks for tuning in to the eHealth Radio Network. For more information or to subscribe to this podcast, visit eHealthRadioNetwork.com. 